0: I love predicting things. It's one of my favourite things you're so to do.
1: freaking good at it. Yeah. I love riding a bike because I'm good at that. <laughs> <laughs> Captain's Pod, Stardate 2032022.6. Hello and welcome aboard the Starship Enterprise, and thank you for joining us as you take a brief short leave from the world of cinema Sims to explore the universe of Star Trek. I am your captain Ian Whittington, and with me, as always, she's the best of both worlds. It's Ambassador Dana Hughes. Oh my God, the best of both worlds. That's me. Wait, the what? Best of both. That's a song, isn't it? From It is, is it a High School Musical. No, Don't it's know. Hannah Montana. Don't Hannah know. Montana. Mm-hmm. Unsure. Um, unrelated <laughs> but
0: just i mean there's a lot of worlds in star trek so i'm just the best of two of them
1: <laughs> so no okay so the best of both worlds is an episode title and oh. it's probably the best episode of star trek the next generation that's the episode where picard is assimilated oh my so god i called you oh, one of the greatest shit. episodes of all time uh-huh. <laughs> that's how i feel about our final voyage together no,
0: no, you need to you need to be honest did you change mm-hmm. the title from something snarky to something kind after a last recording?
1: <laughs> this week we'll be covering off Season 1, Episode <laughs> 10 of Star Trek Picard.
0: <laughs> oh, it's our oh, last shit. episode.
1: I oh, know, it's our last one doing Picard. We'll, we'll do wrap-up and feelings at the end. But overall, have you enjoyed re-engaging with Star Trek through Picard?
0: I've loved it. Yay!
1: Yeah, this has been Out super fun.
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs> when we were talking about watching Picard, um originally, it was just like, "Hey, you should watch Picard. I think you'd probably like it." You know, yeah. you like Star Trek, and then I'm, I'm like, "Yeah, I probably should, but will I?" And I and then I think the podcast idea came shortly after. And it was a great way to
1: make me watch it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) let's turn this into work.
0: (laughs) I made made the time for it. And I think probably I have really loved the show with you. Obviously, it's been a lot of fun. I I think we should say this isn't the last episode of this podcast, though. No,
1: to be really clear, Captain's Pod will continue. Um, There may be a slight hiatus between this and season two, but there are plans for um this to continue and to look at other star trek content as well yes, but there are this will be it for picard
0: several members of the sins team who want to come on the show <laughs> uh-huh. can uh, i come play can i come mm-hmm. talk about star trek because there's so much content
1: uh-huh there's so much to talk about and so much that i i'm one of the exceptions where i've seen every minute of content there are some people that like no nope, tng is my star trek deep space nine is my star trek um So I I love the idea of zeroing in on people that have a specific lens of of Trek.
0: And you have a good group of people, not only on the CinemaSins team, but just in your wheelhouse of friends who are also Mm -hmm. Star Trek fans. So there's a lot more to explore here. But for this particular launch of the podcast, I've had a blast. How has it been for you? Because I know you, like you said, you're like a huge Star Trek fan. Mm -hmm. And you're new to CinemaSins as far as, well, not new as far as a fan, but you're new on staff. So this project has been kind of
1: interesting for you, I think. Oh, it's been amazing. Like it is if you could tick off a couple of like dream jobs, it's like, hey, do you want to talk about Star Trek on a podcast? Yeah, let's do it. But doing it with um doing it with somebody that is a fan of Star Trek and watching you rediscover things has been such a joy. And as cool. much as it's challenged my rose-tinted spectacle view of the series, like if I watch this with someone else they're they're just like it's perfect it's the best it is a masterpiece it is the best thing i've ever watched but watching it with you has given me the the sin brain on it and the, oh, no. the more the analytical side <laughs> of things as well but it's been a joy to see you really enjoy some of the episodes as well and just overall it's kind of it's given me more confidence in the series because even with all of the skepticism you've come through it oh, like yeah. loving it and just yeah liking where it went and how it dealt with Picard so I am nervous yeah, about it's the made finale me love it more.
0: but I have to say here at the end I really do feel like I will come away liking Picard a lot mm-hmm. because it did do a lot of really wonderful things as a fan of TNG mm-hmm. um that I can't deny and totally. it does make me want to go back for more which is a sign of a good series too where the things that I wish that they would have explored more is something that my little fan brain can do. Yeah. Um, as much as I would have wanted maybe the series to spend more time on it, mm-hmm. uh I also know there's more seasons too. So maybe there's more exploration that will sort of do what I wanted to see in, in
1: this season. Mm-hmm. And so, no matter how many yeah. things how no matter how many seasons they had, they would never tick off all of the fan service no, that we course want. Not. Of all course. Of the, not. Like, unless I have season eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 of the next generation, I will never ever be satisfied i will always want more yeah. of that crew and that show that's just that's the sign of a it's a sign of a good show isn't it you always want more
0: and in that way i'm glad that you've had fun on this show with me yeah. because i know i've also been annoying you so yeah thanks that's, for that's having the me life. on your ship i appreciate that's my it job.
1: that's just what i'm <laughs> gonna have to get used to over the coming years of yeah. working with danae yeah yeah <laughs> no you are a joy well with that let's embark on not the final voyage But the the final voyage of this mission, (laughs) of the Starship's Enterprise, um, we will see you in 10 forward for a debrief of the season finale of Picard. Two to beam to the finale. Welcome to 10 forward, the part of the show where we grab a drink from the replicator and share a heart thoughts and feelings on the episode and series that we watched together together that's it that's a wrap on picard so we've just watched the finale revelations were had story beats were concluded um we left everybody awaiting the arrival of the romulans most people kind of being kidnapped by the evil androids that want to team up with the other evil androids from other galaxies it's down to picard to save the day go on you were so skeptical going into this final episode about whether whether they would pull it off and whether it would be satisfying for you how did you feel about it i don't know <laughs> oh, i don't think she liked it which is fine it's fine it's a lot to take in it's a lot that gets wrapped up
0: uh, what's the drink that they were drinking after picard dies uh, yeah, the
1: petrol the yeah, lubricant
0: that's what i'm drinking what are you yeah me i
1: am drinking th- fear and nervousness <laughs> no not really so what did this you is think very much
0: it? what did you think of how, this uh, finale so when you first watched it
1: when i first watched it i i loved it i absolutely loved it and i still love it i still adore it for lots of reasons that i will share with you um it's very much a finale of two parts so it has the the storyline that it needs to wrap up with the synths and the Romulans and the conspiracy and Picard and all of that. And then it has what it wanted to do from day one, which was have Picard say goodbye to Data and give them their moment. That and is redeem. the
0: actual uh-huh. purpose of this show. And Correct. So now we know what they really wanted to do all along was give yes. them their moment.
1: Yeah, that's what, it's all about redeeming Nemesis, and we're not redeeming Nemesis, but apologising for Nemesis and how they they kind of did Data dirty by getting rid of him that way. So, it's giving Picard and Data one final goodbye. Goodbye. That's really what they were trying to get to. So they had to wrap up the finale, kind of with 17 minutes to spare, so that they could do that business with Data. So, in terms of wrapping up the series with the conspiracies, the simps and everything, did you like that with... Um, the with Starfleet turning up, Soji making the right decision, Picard and the example that he set to the synths. Nark. Nark.
0: Yeah, what happened to Nark anyway? Um. Yeah, oh, uh-huh. just chilling.
1: <laughs> In prison, I hope, because they were this close to trying to redeem him as well. And I'm like, nope, don't you dare, don't you dare.
0: You know, there are some restaurants I love to go to. <laughs>
1: oh no,
0: because you know the people you know the food you know the booth you know Mm -hmm. the music you know the smell you know you can get your favorite meal every once in a while there might be another restaurant you go to and you're like holy shit this is amazing food Mm -hmm. and it changes your view of your favorite restaurant a little bit but you still go back to your favorite restaurant because it has the exact same food that you love and even like the new Mm -hmm. cooks and stuff that come in they might change things a little bit like Maybe they do that bun a little bit longer on the burner than, you know, it should be. But it's Mm -hmm. still good. It's still your favorite recipe. That is the finale of Picard for me. It is a delightfully, perfectly fine meal that Mm -hmm. I would expect it to have. I every once in a while took a bite that I was like, oh, man, that restaurant that I went to before was really, really good. No, this is fine. This is fine. You know? So it was Mm -hmm. it was fine, but I was I was not happy with several things that happened in this one. But I don't know that the things I wasn't happy about ruined the finale for me.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't say I'm like fuck yeah. Like there was a couple fuck yeah moments for sure. Like Riker showing up was really fun and.
1: That's so. Good. Did you did you <laughs> like that? Like he's in uniform, his beard is fixed, his hair is fixed.
0: Oh, and he's doing and he's, like the cocky sitting in the seat, like kind of like off to one the, side. His, his Rycoline.
1: Mm-hmm. The Rykoline. Oh, it's so so good. <laughs> I'm gonna take great pleasure in kicking your Taoshiar ass. Yeah, oh, I so loved good. that.
0: That was great. Um there were other things that I was frustrated by or whatever. Tell but- me.
1: Tell tell me the frustrations. Do it.
0: Right now, you ready to just jump in? What are we going to go right scene now? by Let's scene? Do it. Are we gonna, what do we? What do you want? It's like well, the last slap, last episode. What do you want to do,
1: Captain? Okay, I mean, Captain, going scene by scene, Thank you. Goes is a is a little bit redundant. So we find out that Narissa and Narissa has survived the crash as well, and okay, and yeah, she fucking beamed out. She beamed out. Yes, to where I thought she beamed to a ship, but she didn't. She beamed to another part of the Borg ship. Apparently, instead of to her pod. Who knows? So annoying. But yes. So, so we do actually find out something that I wish they'd told us earlier, and that's that Narek has been kicked out of the Zartvash and has been like rejected by his family, and he's a bit of a washout. And he's kind of figured this stuff himself. out. himself. Yeah, and he's figured this stuff out of his own... He's on his own mission to redeem himself, which, if we had known from the beginning, might have in- helped us inform some of his decision-making and what he's doing. But we find out in the very last episode that he's he's really got something to prove he's not necessarily a secret agent i mean he is but he's on his own mission
0: yeah i don't know that i even care about that enough to it's like oh okay whatever
1: (laughs) (laughs) well with that
0: (laughs) no you're but you're not wrong it is interesting but as it's happening it's like. Okay. It happens
1: so quick. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, we it needed is. that sooner.
0: It's that last minute attempt to sort of give him sort of a. Re- we need to do something to excuse a way that our, our heroes are going to work with the enemy for this last final episode. Which, again, mm. question, where is he? I mean, we, we literally end things. It's like, and where did Nark end up? We don't know. There's no explanation whatsoever. There wasn't like a no. let's beam Nark to the Romulan ships and get him out of this planet. Mm. He's
1: just. Yeah, where's Elnor? Like, Elnor doesn't need to need anything either. But there we go. So that Narek teams up with the what's oh. left of the crew of the, the La Serena to blow up the beacon, and they make their way back in with a football field with explosives to blow up the sinks So we have like yeah. a little mini heist, Ocean's Eleven type thing to sneak in. She yeah, this yeah. That, all
0: that is so s- silly to me. If the if if the synths are so concerned about people coming to kill them, mm-hmm. uh, you know, even though these folks were with Soji, they've locked up two of the people. I mean, so Agnes started helping them, but Picard is locked up, and then suddenly Rios and Rafi are able to just show back and be like hey, we're palling around, and here's Eleanor. You haven't met him mm. yet, but we're bringing a new guy with <laughs> us. Um, also, also, this like- super questionable narc guy. And I guess the idea is that they're childlike, so they just kind of let them in. I don't know. Well,
1: and, but the, they've said multiple times they can tell when people are lying. And it's like all, all four of them but, are lying their asses off right this now. Is,
0: this is a question I have throughout this episode, is, is, okay, so what are their abilities? Because right now they just mm-hmm. seem like, regular low-grade people because even in the fight scene like Mm. that was a frustrating part for me too is like they're fighting but they're obviously not very powerful like do they not understand how powerful they they are
1: yeah
0: and then they just stop fighting fighting at some point in time it knocks
1: two of them down yeah they should be well outnumbered
0: yeah there was there was a lot of things that just didn't they just don't add up this is this is a an ending that you just like okay that's how it ends
1: <laughs> yeah it's like we know that Picard is going to be Picard and his self-sacrifice will be the thing that saves the day and we'll a have the fist punching moment of Riker coming in but we will so anything else that anyone else is doing doesn't matter so whatever Rios is doing Seven is great like she stops the Borg ship from firing on them but that's it she gets to kick Narissa off a platform she gets to
0: murder somebody that was cool yeah yeah that was
1: fun mm-hmm. Look at you, Miss, like, no, murder them, murder them all! I know. <laughs> and then
0: fall in love with Rafi. I'm okay for that.
1: Yeah, that was pretty cool. I yeah. liked that. It was, I don't mind that it was kind of tacked on to the end. It's, it's really sweet. No. There is, like, the weird pairing at the very end.
0: Yeah, it, the, the uh, I guess, you know, since we're going to, you know, bounce around, yeah, the end is the, it's the textbook. And so then they're everyone's together and happy, you know. and
1: Until season two, when some conflict happens.
0: Yeah, we also didn't talk about the magical MacGuffin tool um, that yep. comes into play that saves the day.
1: Mm-hmm. Literally, like if that isn't handed off, none I of don't this, know how happens. this works. No, the, none of this The ship that happens. doesn't
0: fly. They're pretty fucked. Um, mm-hmm. It's such a strange thing that the uh, sense can create a tool that will read your brain waves and know what you need it to do and then mm-hmm. redesign itself to be that. That's pretty cool. It's v- I it's like really it.
1: pushing the MacGuffin like all the way. Like this is a this will really be whatever the pot needs it to be. Yeah, sure will. Mm-hmm. Um, so Picard steals the ship, delays the Romulans. We get the awesome moment with Riker turning up, and the point that Picard is trying to make is that he will sacrifice himself in a sign of will protect the synths. So therefore, you don't need to call the bigger since
0: yes that's the some organics care yeah he's gonna like he's gonna prove that he's willing to make big moves too i did like watching him fly the ship that was kind of a fun yeah that was fun i liked that and the nod to let's see how much i was paying attention knowing that he was just over there in the seat watching this Mm -hmm. entire time to learn I loved mm. that and, and that he's struggling and trying to concentrate and figure all this out <laughs> a, and you've got like... a bit wobbly. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed that part. I, I found the fight scene to be a little bit strange a couple times, but I mean, overall, when you... Which one? When you see the the flower fight was kind of like... I don't know what's on screen right now.
1: <laughs> oh, just, it's just a it's mess, so isn't messy, it, of like, yeah.
0: But when, a blanket of flowers. Mm-hmm, but then when the Federation shows up, uh, facing off against the Romulans you're like yeah this is this Badass. is the clear battle yeah. that doesn't actually happen nope <laughs> it never does uh so we got to have a space fight with flowers yep but uh with flowers that they made in one day too
1: oh well no, they the said way. that they had 10 left
0: was that so 10? they started
1: off it looked more than ten, but uh-huh. it may have just been ten. I, I don't think, know. I didn't I think count. there was more than ten.
0: I think they, they, they like, maybe made a couple. They went into flower production <laughs> really yep. quickly. Yeah, so go pump them out. Go go go. Which, when you guys are hearing the sins and this says I talk, I can't help myself. It was a very—it was yep. just a very interesting. It was a very interesting thing to. I guess you know they're using the flowers as a sort of way to make sure that Picard isn't so easily seen by the Romulans. So it's sort of like a we're going to put a whole bunch of just debris into the atmosphere so that it's not easy for the Romulan ships to pick off Picard's ship. It's and
1: no, well, because they didn't care about Picard's ship. They don't know what La is doing at no, all. No, they don't. Just or do they even see it, it amongst the flowers? Them. Like, yeah. that was
0: kind of like my, my interpretation yeah. is that they're sort of able to get around all of it and then face off. And of course, all of that's in the perfect timing and everything happens perfectly mm-hmm. and everyone waits for all the speeches to end. Oh, to, to the end. second before doing things and (laughs) you know you have all that textbook stuff happening again yeah this is why you go to the restaurant to eat it like you know exactly what to expect and it hits those marks and it's edible
1: (laughs) and it was a very safe finale Mm -hmm. in that respect there's one big swing that it makes and that is picard does technically die so we get to kind of towards the end of the episode well yeah it's at the end of the episode it's all been too much for him and he dies, and the brain abnormality takes over. But of course, <laughs> Ambassador guessed it. He goes into the golem.
0: I mean, I was hoping it was Agnes. That that would be so much more interesting to give yeah. this character. I'm wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong about she didn't kill, kill Alton. Alton goes nope. with them and like helps helps our team out. I was wrong about Soji killing evil Soji. She's just taken out with like a little magical light pen from alton so like all these oh, very very yeah, simple quick things out. happen you know and so yeah. it's all down to soji's decision which i knew that it was going to be soji's decision but so it's all mm-hmm. her decision and everything i am shocked that they put picard into the golem shocked oh, when and when you upset. started losing it oh, i was <laughs> so annoyed <laughs> I'm like don't, don't you fucking put picard don't yeah yeah they put him in the, they put him in the golem they put him in the yeah. golem okay all right
1: <laughs> My big problem with it, and the, the, yeah, the sins are going to be flowing. My big problem is, why bother giving him a brain abnormality to just ignore it? It's uh, it, like, it, if that's the thing that's going to eventually kill him, great. But why kill him and bring him back? Just don't give him the brain abnormality. Like- is it
0: because they had to have him die so that he could have an interaction with, with Data? So as a writer, yes. you're writing this and you're like, how do we have a scene mm-hmm. with Data and Picard, if his consciousness has to be apart from his body, well, then he has to totally. die. But the problem with that is that all of the emotion that you just showed us, all the sacrifice, all of this yeah. development is vaporized in like uh, in minutes. It's just gone. Mm-hmm. Eleanor sobbing on the ridge doesn't mean a shit. Like, okay, mm-hmm. his emotion was legit in the moment, but it doesn't carry that that weight. We don't get to sit with it. And then we go right into another death, which, by the way, yeah plug him back in he comes back so
1: no you can't plug him back in he's gone you could you could plug him back he's gone you wiped it the memory's been wiped he's gone it's gone Uh you didn't save progress (laughs) you turned the computer off without saving
0: i mean he even when he when data talks about his own death he even says even if it's just for a moment i want to feel the feeling of yeah finite
1: aging and right so it's
0: just like yeah this is meaningful until you plug his fucking chip back in just like you did to picard it's meaningful. It's meaningful until you just say, until like they literally s- say, they spend the next, like several minutes of the next scene mm-hmm. explaining why they just gave him the same body without the brain thing. Cause, you know, we just wanted to give you a little bit more time.
1: And it's like, yeah, just really? another couple decades. Jesus. Yeah, yeah that, that's the big contentious thing for me is giving him the golem body that, I mean, you could never reference it again and you'd never know. Like, they. They did everything. I was like, "Yep, you will live the same amount of time. You have the same liver spots. Just keep you're you exactly a little bit. the Yeah, same. we knew
0: we knew you're going to yeah. be uncomfortable, so you know.
1: Mm-hmm. We oh, just damn it! Dis- put me in the body of a thirty or forty year old. Damn it! Like uh, right. And my, my god, that was
0: my thing. Is like you're not going to put you're not going to put Picard in a different body. That's not going to
1: happen. Yeah, like, no, but it's
0: they just literally put him in the same. Mm. Mm.
1: So let's move on to. The moments with data so did you like that scene of them having a chat and then data passing away how did that hit you because i'm getting the impression that didn't hit you right
0: i think it's what the fans needed i think it's what people wanted that are you know big fans i think that they needed that to kind of feel like they could maybe forgive the franchise for taking a really important friendship and not giving it the time that it needed. And so I think it's something that probably people other than myself needed. I don't know that I needed that, but as I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I love seeing them back together mm. again and their interaction with each other and the way that they communicate and these terms that they're using to talk about, like, data's emotion. I mm. suddenly want to go back and watch TNG so bad right now. Like, right now, <laughs> yeah, I want to walk away from Picard, which is annoying me, good mm-hmm. meal but i want to go back to tng because that was data is such a fun character and i got yeah. to see him back interacting with picard in this really interesting you know way mm. and i think that they needed to put that story to rest and this was their way of doing it so i don't think that it was done poorly um but it didn't hit me i think like it would somebody who's really really invested in the series and like yourself mm-hmm. who watches it a whole lot and all that stuff i just It should have maybe been more about that somehow.
1: More about that moment, spent more time in it? The story itself should have been more about getting to Data.
0: Getting to Data or Data's impact onto the synths and how his Mm. thought process is already existing in these other beings and like... Just that exploration is really interesting to me, but it was all about like, we've got to destroy them all, we're bringing in this Mars. Like, they really just did a, a ton. And so mm. like the, the areas of emotion and depth of character that I would want to go back in and give Data more life or give Picard more life, or they just would have had to sit in those moments with them a little bit longer so that this here at the end hits for someone like myself who hasn't seen Data in a long time. I haven't thought yeah. about the relationship in a long time. This is like a chance for us to understand that. But they did do a good job kind of at the beginning with Data. You know, him, he's in their dreams. And, mm. and I understand that that's the purpose of Picard wanting to go on this mission in, in the first place. But then the story became about Soji and it became about Rafi and it became about, you know, Rios and it became about all these other people and, and Eleanor. Mm. So it's like inside of all of these things going on, I'm supposed to also remember this really deep relationship with data and here at the end it's touched on again and it's like it just makes me i forgot that that was important throughout the entire meal almost so Mm -hmm. but i think it was needed and and i did like it what did you think about it
1: so i i I get it kind of coming coming at it with somebody that isn't like encyclopedic with like tng and stuff you really need to be to get the full weight um and i suppose that's a given when you call the show picard but this is, it is a love letter to the fans. It really, really is. It is, like, we could have, if they'd said, like, what's the, the, the wildest thing that you could, that you would want? It would be, oh, I want Data to come back, and I want to I want to see Picard and Data have a chat. I was like, yeah, but Data died, so we can't do that. Yeah, but that's what I want. And so we kind of got exactly what we wanted, and I, I love that scene. Like, I've seen that scene four or five times now. Like, the whole Picard and Data back and forth, and then Data aging with... His captain in his red uniform next to him holding his hand and completing Oh, it, that was so beautiful, it, right? That oh, was it's so, so beautiful. Good. And
0: that room, how it was like painted was like, oh, really perfect. muted and stuff. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was really, really symbolic. And
1: and Data in his like Sherlock Holmes gown, <laughs> like that was his off- the closest he got to off duty wearing T N G was wearing that. It's so good. Um it completes Data's story. It, so for me, it's a great bookend. More than more than wrapping up Picard, it wraps up data and it. it kind of undoes his ending and then gives him a proper one. Okay. Um,
0: okay, go with I, me on this. I think it's gorgeous. Go with me on yeah.
1: this. Go for it.
0: Have this conversation with data earlier in the series. Have this death of Picard earlier in the series, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: the rest of this is all of a sudden, Picard is way more invested in you know, since having purpose because he is one himself. Like mm. these decisions and these choices shift so much. Kill Data, you can kill Data midway through or at the end, where he's had like a relationship build up with him, and that's even more impactful because you're letting this person go. There was just like there was something about it here at the end that just felt like 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 I've just had so much happen to Almost me. Almost too late. And then and then it's like this last bite of food is so important. And because yeah. I've eaten so much, I'm not mm-hmm. hungry anymore. And no, so it's that's like a I good don't get it. to enjoy the flavor as much. Mm-hmm. But like, there, I think there was a way to make that th- a love letter to the fans where it wasn't just like a surprise at the end, here's the scene mm-hmm. that you've been waiting for, but actually put that in and make it be a driving force for what pulls this crew together you could still keep mm. all the rest of it. It just kind of shifts it around a little bit more. And maybe they suffer yeah, because they I didn't have that. a plan throughout the whole thing. Like they just kind of put some episodes together that...
1: I think they knew where they wanted to end up. And right. And then had to find some stuff to get them there. Yeah. Um, like imagine if this was at like the Nepenthe episode in like episode six, and that's when the big chat happens. Um, So it's almost like a mid-season finale that Picard is now a synth as well. And, yeah. Um, He's a has synth. has to advocate or- for them.
0: Uh, yeah, but uh, exactly, exactly. He he has that shift. We say goodbye to him, and the fans all know. Because because here's what they did: is like a oh, Picard said, but he's not dead. Yeah, and it's like, but dead is annoying. dead. But is he dead? But then, yeah, isn't yes. he? But he could. But he's. But maybe because he's on this. He's on storage cards, but not There's really. Always a maybe. But it yeah. would be so interesting if they spent several episodes actually being okay with letting him go. And showing mm. how that lives on, like somehow. So that when we get yeah. to the point where we have this moment where he fades away, we're sobbing because mm-hmm. we know it's the end and it's not this like, Will they, won't they, dooty doo yeah. kind of a feel. Anyway, I loved it. Um, I would go back for it again. It's just mm-hmm. like I'm like, oh, that was so close to being even better.
1: <laughs> it could have you're absolutely right. It's it's almost like they rushed everything around it as a well. Bit. Like The Commodore O stuff, the, yep, she's an undercover agent, but she skips out from being head of Starfleet security to head of the Romulan Empire. How? Like, so quick. Like, how does she get off of Earth? Like, we don't know. She's just suddenly heading up the fleet.
0: (sighs) Yeah, there's so many questions. Like, there's just those little things throughout that are like, wait, how did that work? Uh, and it's because we're at the end that they're not going to answer those questions because they're driving towards what they want to say to the fans before they go yeah. and mm-hmm. i and i understand that
1: yeah i think there's it would have been cool but there's no way that date a moment it was going to be anywhere other than the end like that was the they probably it wrote could've. that scene no 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 no, no. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that would be a great way to end the series if i had mm. i almost got teary-eyed because it's and it was really beautiful like him aging that was so oh man like, that
1: aging oh Oh, it was powerful it
0: was really really powerful and knowing that it's something that data wanted but if i had known that that was probably going to happen at some point and that the battle was letting go of this really powerful force that can create other life Mm. like i have so many questions does that mean that they're not creating more like it's just there's so many other things that i want to know uh Mm -hmm. that i but you know i i wasn't asked to write the series guys so (laughs) you should have been
1: it does feel (laughs) messy it does feel like there's too many a little bit too many moving parts too ambitious it's a buffet it's it's like yeah no it really is an all-you-can-eat buffet and it's the amount of time they put into rios and all of and raffi and everything it's like they're setting up a seven season arc rather than just a three season Mm -hmm. um situation
0: I love the, the at the end, you know, that they all assemble and they're going on their yeah. next adventure. He finally says engage, like we kind of get to do that whole thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love that. And I think that's a really great way to kind of to end it. Um, It gives mm-hmm. the fans that feeling of like, oh, we're not done yet. Look at these yeah. adventures. But again, right on the heels of losing data, it feels like it all of a sudden, again, there's something that was a little bit
1: meaningless. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I I get where you're coming from. I think I I love 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 the Riker stuff, Starfleet turning up, and the data aging chat stuff. So good. Mm-hmm. I pretty much forget about everything else that happens in the in the episode and the series. Like Nepenthe yes. with like Riker and Troy is so good. Rios is playful enough that I enjoy it. Yeah. Everything for me is about getting to Nepenthe and getting to <laughs> the data scene at the end <laughs> and i think that's what i've come to terms with with mm-hmm. picard is i'll enjoy everything else but those two bits are worth like, it they're your truffles like you could give me mcdonald's meal but you've put to carry on the food theme but you've put like exquisite caviar and truffles on top yeah. of mcdonald's meal okay and that's the bit i'm here for well but i have to eat the mcdonald's 1st mm-hmm, mm-hmm
0: yeah yeah it feels like um a theme park where you pay for yeah you pay for a really expensive ticket for mm-hmm. two of your favorite rides yes and because you're there you'll visit other things <laughs>
1: i kind of feel obligated to do it yeah to get to the big <laughs> rides you have to do the shitty spinny ferris wheel ones yep um and it's it is gorgeous that soji is the one singing um blue skies
0: oh was she i didn't know that
1: yeah the same the same actor That's she cool. is a oh, building that song she is such a good singer um yeah so so good data's daughter singing to him
0: i miss that it's oh, really sweet
1: so good yeah um i love it i love the finale i love the the i, I i've told you what i love it's you know great. i don't like so the column. Gu-
0: uh, the golem, well, the golem thing was frustrating, but it is what it is. They've done what they've done. Yeah. They've written their story, and mm-hmm. just because you think, you know, I think I could have done better, that doesn't mean that I'm right. It's just I'm right. I'm right in the moment. I'm in my raw thoughts, guys. Oh I yeah, don't. this
1: is why I love doing it. Right, it's after we've really it. raw. It's so raw.
0: Literally, we stopped watching and we literally start recording immediately there's no break I don't have a time Mm -hmm. to like really think about it but I do want to say too that I think after watching all of these that the introduction section of Picard Mm -hmm. is one of my favorite introductions to a series it's the music is so good the visuals are so good it's gorgeous i love how it's so symbolic it shows so Mm -hmm. much of what you're going to experience in the series without giving Mm -hmm. too much away but there's enough wink and nod that even at the beginning i got stuff it didn't keep changing throughout the season to give me more information Mm -hmm. it just stayed consistent and man i just that music is so powerful it's soft and soothing and then Mm -hmm. really strong all at the same time it's one of my most favorite introductions i think to a series that i've ever seen and me too yeah
1: i'm sorry no it of the of new star trek it is hands down my favorite of all of the series um tng will always be my top 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 favorite but it's quite fitting that picard is my number two uh, but in terms of visuals, then yeah, it's, oh, it's it's so top. it's top. Isn't the it best. great? It's, it's the so best. Beautiful. It's so so clever. Every little thing um, seems
0: to be really meaningful and purposeful, and I really like. Mm-hmm. I really felt so strongly about it.
1: Even even the choice of flute is. Mm-hmm. Um, so the flute is it's the same type of flute that Picard had back in. There's an episode where he was gifted a flute. That's and cool. it's so so cool. I love um, that. And I, I forgot. Oh man, Alby told me this but the duh, 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 is so he's got a degree in in music and that it, it's some sort of inverted variant of the it's like reversed and inverted or in a minor key or something it's yeah. so so clever there's,
0: there's so much about it that is like a fingerprint it's a fingerprint of Like, if you just stuck your finger in the ink and you do your first fingerprint, that's, like, the first one. And this is maybe, like, the second or third one. You know, like, it's just got that really nice texture to it that's so familiar somehow. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, It's clever. I also, so at the very end, you know, we see the crew kind of all assembled together. That was a really nice shot. I really enjoyed seeing all of them kind of walking to the bridge and kind of taking their place and feeling Mm -hmm. like kind of like, oh, if this series were just to start, this is what we would be yeah. This is our crew, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, my question for you is: mm-hmm. y- I know you love Rios,
1: Rios, too, so much, so much.
0: <laughs> As a captain, he's—I—he grew on me quite a lot through the series. Mm-hmm. Um, but my question is: Does Agnes go to jail?
1: Yeah, <laughs> who knows? Okay, all right. Who knows? You okay. right, <laughs> would ca- hope. Just, just curious about that. You would absolutely think so, would right, you not? Just so
0: curious. I just wondering. Um, like it's a great crew, but I'm like, one of you is a uh, fucking murderer. Yeah, one of these things
1: does not belong. Just yeah. because
0: you did some good shit on the planet doesn't mean that you still don't have to account for the fact mm-hmm. that you murdered somebody. Well, I don't know. We were just-
1: Seven of Nine's a murderer as well. She's a vigilante. So yeah, but it's not documented shouldn't...
0: like this one is, right? It's not uh, quite the yeah, same. Yeah, no, that's
1: true. It didn't actually happen on the ship.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah we I, saw I boot that... someone to their death, but did anybody else? <laughs> and <do laughs>
1: Romulans count? Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I, I, that's not I, what oh. I meant. <laughs> oh, no. I, I do love the ship itself. It is. I have a model set right next to me. The ship is beautiful. Like The inside might look like a cargo container, but from the outside, it is the prettiest designed... Like freight ship I've ever seen. It's so good. It is like um, a little freight ship, isn't yeah. it? I think they killed it with that. Anything else you want to hit on from the finale? I think we we've been very fair with it.
0: I don't think I
1: do. I suppose the last thing I'll say is that the 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 synth planet is a bit of an anticlimax because we only really focus on one of them that ends up being a bit evil. And then everyone else is just potatoes. Like, they are, like we like said, potatoes. they're just, they're knocked down by anyone. Like if you punch data in the face, you're walking away with a broken fist. Like it's, it's just not happening. But these guys, we, I and mean, we never, other than seeing Soji launch that bomb into orbit, we don't see any powers. We don't see, we see it punch some things, but we don't see any super androids. So I do still wonder if that will come back in future seasons, perhaps, but. yeah Um, yeah yeah.
0: i i I had a lot of notes about them and maybe that's more like resistance is futile kind of a feel but like um knowing that they can download their memories and kind of share information even the one that died you know that you could Mm -hmm. take her memories and look look at them (laughs) wouldn't that mean that you know what soji learned on her journey and The things that she'd been thinking about she could share easier with them and wouldn't that mean that they would be more advanced uh a little bit more advanced than potato level
1: yeah but you would think
0: yeah i was like oh okay we're gonna have a romulan battle we're gonna have an android battle we got like a lot of battles Mm. going on all at once right now and then there's like the borg ship battle happening you know with uh there's all these battles going on Mm. but then it's the android just kind of fizzled away it
1: did it did a little bit disappointing Um, Okay, well, with that, it's time to head to engineering for the final Rescinstances Futile of Picard. Battle stations, everyone. Warning, warp core collapse in 10 seconds. This is the part of the show where we re-engage our sin brains, remind ourselves that no TV show is without sin, even our beloved Star Trek. We have been sinning it. Mm -hmm. I've rescued it, but I'm only rescuing two scenes. Because... (laughs) because they they're the best and i forget about the rest of the episode. I don't want to feel um, like
0: like it was all bad, you know? It, it not, wasn't a bad it's episode. A it's, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just a messy
0: finale. Yeah. Yeah, just there's a lot of little there's a lot of things to tie up.
1: Um mm-hmm. so yeah. So, go for it you first.
0: Oh, okay. Um, well we we talked about a lot already, like the magical MacGuffin machine, all this stuff. This and you know
1: huge when his dad huge, is going to sin.
0: jail. And we talked about, you know, the the sister, how did she even get there? Things like that. But one of the ones I think I'd really hit on is this idea that they're running against the the running against time of this beacon being created. And so mm-hmm. Narc and Rafi and Rios uh are all kind of um hanging out, uh uh and they're they're learning about the history of this apocalyptic event or whatever Mm -hmm. around a campfire very primitive campfire that they just built rather than staying on the ship they go out just outside the campfire which now has
1: power by the way they set up a little
0: campfire they light the fire to tell their ghost stories while there's a Mm -hmm. storm in the sky and i guess they talk about this all night long so so when narc finds them it's daylight Then they start talking into Mm -hmm. the night about this Mm -hmm. situation and why he's so passionate about saving the the world from the apocalypse or whatever. So he's like convincing them to sort of go along with him with these bombs, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they build a campfire, hang out all night long. And then in the morning is when they decide to go back during daylight. And I'm like, if you're really up against the clock here. Yeah. do you need to spend that much time talking around a campfire for any of this to work I think cinematically it looks really cool because they're at a campfire oh, of but it doesn't make any sense to me why they would need to talk they also about this
1: have, they also have no idea when this beacon is going to be ready like no they're just like super casual it. yeah totally
0: agree. Picard is, totally agree Picard can't be reached I mean they could mm-hmm. be in danger there's all kinds of shit that could be going down and instead they're like I think I want a fucking marshmallow, guys. Let's build a campfire. Yeah, let's get some
1: schmores. Let's get some schmores. Like, it's not like they're waiting for the grenades to charge or anything. Like, no. I Maybe I missed something, but maybe I've seen I it four something. times now. Yeah, I don't and know. And it makes no sense. <laughs> okay, good. No, <clears throat> I agree. It doesn't make any sense. So, man, it's the, this wouldn't have bugged you, but it bugged the tits off of me, and I've learned to live with it. Mm. Albert has brought me around and also taught me to live with it. It's the copy and paste Starfleet. So I'm used to seeing a variety of starships, and the the Zheng He is fantastic. However, there's three hundred of the same ship, and that wound me up. And it was I just wanted more. So the Enterprise E, so the Enterprise D, Picard's Enterprise, huge mammoth, huge ship. The Enterprise E, sleek, elegant, awesome. This is the new flagship that isn't called the Enterprise, but it's fine. It's the new flagship and it I didn't get the same scale and scope. Like I'm sure there's tons of reasons why it's smaller, more agile, all of that stuff, but it didn't give me the elegance of the 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 flagship of the of Starfleet. And also, have are you just designing the one ship now? Is that it? Now Albert has since taught me that there are actually three variations of that ship in the fleet. So some of the nacelles are, like, angled backwards, some of them are angled forwards, and some of them have different thrusters. Great. It's still the same fucking ship you just wiggled with some of it. (laughs) But that, for me, I wanted, like, just different classes of ship with, like, multiple nacelles and just a good old-fashioned Star Trek fleet. And for ease, they they knew where to spend the money that that Borg entrance was epic. But mm. there, there wasn't enough for me to look at in that fleet. And it's okay. Uh. Zanghei is a great ship. But
0: yeah, I wanted more. Yeah, there were parts of that fight just kind of in that scene in general that were frustrating. Like, how did Agnes know how the magical MacGuffin tool even worked? She seemed to pick it up. She
1: wasn't there for it. Yeah, She
0: wasn't there to understand <laughs> no. its, its significance. And then she picks up and she's like, it's almost like I wish I had this. And then, uh-huh. and then exactly all of a sudden, like, you know, the...
1: Uh, oh, but I love all of the Agnes heads. That, the are all, Ag- oh, that just so sums funny. her up.
0: Oh, yeah, it was great and funny and quirky and cute. And it reminds it reminds me of the Agnes at the beginning before she became a murderer yeah. with a trembling chin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that, oh, I so thought she go was going to kill uh alton or whatever his name is
1: you were ready for like i was like she's gonna fucking murder this murder dude. lady but said
0: she was hyping herself up to rip out an eyeball so that was interesting anyway um yeah. so that was such a crazy moment too where she's like she picks up this machine it turns into whatever they need and then they save the day mm-hmm. because they can project many of their own selves and all this stuff yeah. and kind of do this picard movement and that whole thing kind of is just like oh, oh okay but
1: you know it is a cool callback, because the Picard Manoeuvre is a thing that we know. It was a fun. It was fun. Um, especially yeah, for fans, was, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. 100%. But, yeah. All of the Romulan ships look the same. All of the Starfleet mm-hmm. ships look the same. It, and but, all but,
0: of the the Sirena ships look the same. Right, so it was just the same single, one, same yeah. one, same. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Yeah. Even the flowers.
0: I mean, they were all the same. Yeah. So it was it was very much a copy-paste you know, battle.
1: It, it really was. And that's I get why. But I'm looking at a mouse map, man. I'm looking at a mouse map right now that I'll show you. Oh, yeah, there's so, so many ships on it. Oh,
0: yeah, there's like 50 <laughs> different styles of ships. That's what I want. I will say, as somebody who was not built to look at ships and be like, "That's a this version," I did mm. think, "Oh, they're all the same" when I saw it.
1: Yeah, 300 of the same ship. You never need 300. No. Anyway, move on. It's fine. Um, damn it, seven of nine. Will you please just shoot her? Like, man. But they have to she's have a conversation. Doing- Oh, no, they don't. Just shoot, stun her, oh. shoot her. And don't get so close with your gun that fires at range so that it can be disarmed from uh, you.
0: For someone who's uh. so adept at murder, you would think that you would just be like, I don't care My about goodness. what you have to say." But, you know, Nerissa was insulting her and or saying she was pretty, if not for blah, blah, blah. It was a very... <sighs> i think
1: the word needed more of a reason to hate her no we already dislike her she killed you
0: we want to give her one good battle so we'll give her the narissa battle where they're just barbing back and forth forth with each other i didn't need that but okay it was anticlimactic because you know that she's going to win so there really wasn't a lot of stuff at stake for me i guess there and and the insults it's like i don't know i see seven so badass that i don't I don't believe for one moment that she would walk in and be like, "Oh, you said no. you said I was assimilated and that insulted me in my inte- you know." That
1: hurt me so much. I've no. never heard that before. No. Yeah, bit of a bit bit annoying. Um
0: Agnes says make it so. And I didn't know if I was okay with that or not. I uh, It came out of her mouth and I was like, excuse me? But then I was like, yeah. but also okay. <laughs> so it's a I bit
1: don't know, on the nose. It's I don't a know if i
0: it, but it was like, <laughs> I don't know how I feel
1: about this. <laughs> That's odd. Mm-hmm. Um, they couldn't have told everyone they were putting him in the golem. <laughs> like, that was clearly the plan. You're just going to let Rios, Seven of Nine, Raffi, Elnor everyone sob their eyes out and go through this traumatic loss instead of saying uh yeah no we're gonna put him in the golem
0: (laughs) has it been weeks has it been months it
1: feels like it how
0: long has it been you know
1: my goodness there's
0: no conversations with oh you know what else didn't happen there was no redemption for uh rafi
1: oh her son doesn't come back i've been dying to say that
0: i know I guess that's next time. I've you know, we're going to get to that in the next one. To say what that. a fucking load of bullshit. Okay,
1: sorry. <laughs> <sighs> All right, there is fine. no son. There is only Elnor. Oh my God. Um, There's only Elnor, yeah. the,
0: the, cry, the crying child.
1: Uh huh. Um, so, my next one. Um, so, when Riker is going nose to nose with the Romulan fleet, he says deflectors to full. And I'm like, sir, were they not already? <laughs> like, now is when you put yeah. the deflectors up. Like, you know what you're turning up to. It's, yeah. it's the the standard shields up red alert, but mm-hmm. you should already be at red alert.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you, and I would, I would, I would <laughs> gladly have that one yeah. in there. Just like um, they're
1: not already.
0: There was a moment I think that they were describing like the beacon opening up and instantly calling forth this sort of. Advanced mm-hmm. uh, synthetic life, snake and, robots. Yeah, and there's a couple things that I didn't like about that. One is that the the beacon didn't instantly open anything up. There, it was it started to instantly open, but there wasn't there wasn't like an instant thing there. There was a lot of time yeah. to have the beacon there and activated and then deactivated in the Mm -hmm. nick of time cliche
1: oh within seconds but
0: i really felt like and i'd have to go back and watch it and like listen to how it's worded but i really felt like they had said that it was going to be a a very quick and instant feel of as soon as that beacon goes off we're fucked it wasn't like the beacon's gonna go off you know we got to make first contact Mm. and then there's trouble this was like opening up a portal so it was the way i interpreted
1: it was that it was a distress signal and then the aliens turn up. But this opened a wormhole.
0: It opened a wormhole. It was, and if it was a distress signal, why wouldn't the AI, which is apparently watching from someplace, Mm. go to aid them anyway? Like, what if the beacon only worked for a short, like, could they just get, like, one little distress signal out and that was all that they could do? Would they just change their mind, you know? So that just seemed really strange to me. Like, there was this tension that we're supposed to feel, oh, no, the beacon's on. And then there's a lot of stuff that happens. Mm. Then we see some wormy things and then it closes just in time. Yeah. So that was one thing. The, like- the thing that I didn't like about it is and I get I get that the AIs are supposed to be like kind of more dark because they're coming to annihilate but mm-hmm. it definitely felt like a very on-the-nose, wormy, you know, destructive <laughs> thing. They
1: look evil. Yeah. Like, do really... they realize
0: they're the bad guys? Yeah. Like, they looked <laughs> bad guy. How fucking cool yeah. would it have been if they looked like angelic or some shit?
1: Oh, man. If Yes. If they looked like angels or like just balls of energy. Oh, yeah. You're it right. It would have been These so looked like fucking Borg.
0: freaky if they yeah. would have shown up and been something where we were like... Oh, I've my might my when I saw them I'm like, oh, I've seen that before. I kinda of shrugged, mm-hmm. like I wasn't as interested, oh, which yeah, might totally. be very purposeful, I don't know. But I was thinking that it was gonna be these super advanced beings that can mm. travel through God knows how long away in space yeah. to answer a beacon anywhere in the in the in the universe, anywhere in mm-hmm. the known they can come to you and help you and destroy everything all at once. Yeah. So and it was very apocalyptic in how it was described. Mm-hmm. So I thought, how fucking cool would it have been if something about the stories that Narc had been talking about were coming through the wormhole so yeah. that it gave credence, like it gave depth and it I'm gave a like- bit demon-y.
1: Yeah, a bit yeah, more demon Yeah. Yes, something mythical. that gave
0: it that feel of, this is the end of fucking everything. And it goes mm-hmm. right along with history that has been retold for generations and generations and generations. But yeah. instead, it was like a Matrix wormy thingy. So I it was totally kind of like by that. It totally looks the Matrix.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I totally agree. If in doubt, in Star Trek, usually make it green. Oh, green or red, and that's evil enough to be obvious. No, I agree with you there. Um, I had a really, really tiny one. Um, Commodore, oh, sorry, whatever, General O, whatever when they're at the planet like please initiate sterilization plan number five you have five of these yes. like how many sterilization plans do you have like you know you're the bad guy right when you have multiple sterilization plans
0: um i, I just wrote down i guess it's easy to pull an eye out and put it in your pocket so i just
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice well i had one my analogy here is if you smash a camera, does it mean you lose the images? No, because they're usually uploaded to the cloud. Mm-hmm. So I just the fact that her eye got stabbed and then Anton, uh, yeah. whatever his name is, Alton, Alton was
0: struggling yeah. to get
1: the memories until the plot needed him to have the memories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and then he turns to be upset with uh, evil Soji, which was interesting to me because I thought that he had sort of a already bad guy vibe going on, and so mm-hmm. that could have been a very well, interesting. Data
1: sums it up. the The songs are always a little quirky, odd. Or whatever. odd. Yeah, they're uh, quirky. Yeah, they de- uh,
0: they desire. Uh, how did he say that? I can't remember.
1: Oh, they're an acquired taste.
0: Acquired taste. That's right. <laughs> yeah.
1: They are um, eccentric.
0: I think I would also sin that, you know, uh, Agnes and Picard break out of this on lockdown synthetic base and just yeah. walk back to the Lost Arena without because any issue whatsoever. Yeah. I thought that was really sinful. So mm-hmm.
1: um, and
0: it was kind of like a, oh, oh, yeah, we're just skipping over. And if you start questioning any things, obstacles, yeah. we're just skipping over obstacles so that we can get to that, you know, the main stuff. Totally.
1: Um, I don't have anything else because Riker turning up was perfect. Data was perfect. It washes perfect. everything away. It washes everything clean. It I love does. It. Blue skies.
0: And how so he good. described, we'll just end our sins with with what mm-hmm. washes all the sins away. How he describes that mortality is what gives life to humans because peace, yeah. love and friendship are precious because we know that they cannot endure and so, so and so is life to him and so he's mm-hmm. experienced peace love and friendship but he hasn't and he hasn't experienced death mm-hmm. and that's what he wants so that he can be as human as possible and i think that's really cool and i think that's why i hope that they let him die but mm-hmm. i also know that the, he just exists in those little tubes and they could just plug him he back he doesn't
1: in. without a doubt he is gone without a doubt he's uh-huh. gone 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 yeah um yeah it was perfect they ending. Put fucking
0: picard in a goddamn golem Data stop can
1: come it. back. Washing the sins away.
0: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah! Sorry. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Blue skies. Blue skies. Okay, <laughs> let's head to the final stop, which is the captain's ready room. Welcome to the captain's ready room, where we um, hear our ambassador's predictions for the rest of the season, and bask in her cue-like glory. If anything, she's previously predicted come has come true. So, what we're actually going to do this time is recap her predictions and see what actually came true. Um and a little extra surprise which is I'm you haven't seen the trailer for season 2, have you? No. I'm going to tell you what happens in the trailer okay. and just have you predict where you think the series is going. <laughs> okay. On the spot. But <laughs> okay, in terms okay. of predictions, when you stepped away from the camera when Albie was in uh was on the episode, he genuinely said, "Is she psychic?" Like D- does she know things is she empathic because some of the stuff that you've guessed has been so on the nose it's been so good but and a lot because of it's a... not been so yeah okay there's i guess like any good psychic if you guess a thousand <laughs> things and one of them is true you look like a god it's like don't That's worry right. about the right. 900 things i got wrong and uh-huh, uh-huh. um, but you did get some things right on the money so i've color-coded some stuff as well so all the way back in episode one shit um is an android and has something to do with data what the fucking fuck honestly like (laughs) that was what you said like in the opening credits unreal unbelievable
0: yeah that was uh i think i've (laughs) talked about it so i don't i I don't want to like rehash but i think it was because we had the opening scene and then we went to the Mm -hmm. the the preview and the preview shows you know androids and Picard being broken apart in these shards and then yeah. how those shards kind of go through all of the things and then they come back together yeah. and that mm-hmm. made me think about that Data lives
1: through Picard what a, No, that's a leap. That, that is, is a, leap, a leap Madam, <laughs> madam Ambassador No, they did that. a really
0: good job with that introduction <laughs> of just really peppering oh, totally in a lot did. of clues and it went through the Borg mm-hmm. cube as well and mm-hmm. so that's another thing where like Picard Picard has been assimilated. He's He lives in multiple places now
1: Mm-hmm. So. I, and even in this episode, the XB that was like I was mm-hmm. like they're, they're always going to know. Mm-hmm. So number two, the galaxy thing spotted in episode one—that is the two rings—is something super important. So this is when you were just like, oh yeah, there's two circles in space. That's super important, and it kind of was like that was mm-hmm. the location of the the homeworld of the androids. So. I, Man, I didn't pick that up on my first watch, so that's another big tick for the ambassador. (laughs) Um, Now, I wrote this in note form, so bear with me. Something is going to happen with Data's memories. Reconstructing him from one particle has been mentioned a lot, so that must be important. A specific memory of Data's is going to be key to unlocking a secret. So, we're pretty... (laughs) Man, this is all about Data's memories. This is all about pulling... Um, pulling things from one little ion of data that's been found. Now there wasn't a specific memory that this was tied to, but no. I think I would have liked that mission a bit more. Like, mm-hmm. there's something that data knows, and you have to go on a mission to find out what it is. And maybe it's the ab- ab- admonition. That's exactly what thing I was thinking. That he knew about. I yeah. thought
0: that it was going to tie into the into the ad. Well, now we know it was the admonition. But I think it would be really mm. interesting if maybe at some point in time he had done some calculations and come to some conclusion or saw some Star Trek that he... contacted
1: and Starfleet said, you have to bury this, just like Rios had to bury it. Right. Data has to as well. And
0: it's somewhere in there, deep inside, and they mm. have to kind of go through. And again, it would have been more, to me, it would have been more meaningful if they had explored the relationship with Data earlier in the season so that as he actually mm. is dead, it, it it has that impact.
1: I'd have loved him to play a bigger role. Totally mm-hmm. agree. Considering you have Brent Spiner in it for so much. Like, I can get past the makeup. It's
0: yeah. Been me too. Oh, okay. I thought I thought it did it looked really good at the end. I thought it was he looked great. Oh, he, yeah, he looked yeah, great.
1: I I wasn't worried about that at all. Um so from the end of episode 2, could there be androids that have been deliberately put into the Borg? Now, I fucking love this idea so much. So there were more Sojis, more dages and they've infiltrated the Borg and that's what derailed the Borg cube. Again, better than what we got with misery <laughs> taking out the Borg cube. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, what a strange throwaway explanation that was. <laughs> oh, so my God. disappointing.
1: So miserable that she derailed the Borg. Okie dokie.
0: Okay. Um,
1: mm, what is Soji looking for? What is her mission? Is it to search for her father? Is she deliberately searching for her father? So I think back then you thought that maybe Soji might be in on it and was deliberately looking for Maddox. But that was before we knew that she was... She wasn't activated yet. In
0: a way, she was looking for Homeworld. And in a Probably. way, she was looking for, like because my my confusion was like she was sent to this Borg cube to look for something, but she didn't even know what it was. And that's still mm-hmm. a confusing part of this series for me, anyway. Is that Maddox sent her to go find information and possibly return after being activated? But then being activated means it's very dangerous. So
1: I don't know why she's on really the Borg cube. Like
0: sort of a, really isn't explained, and I wish there had been more purpose in that. At least told to us.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, how did she even get into? like Starfleet Academy and get her papers and background. And yeah, I that isn't explained. Maybe it will be. Who knows? Um, as of episode two, the hated episode, I put in brackets. Mm-hmm. Danae thinks Soji might know that she is an android. So there was a might there. Yeah, there was a 50. Um, so at the end of episode three, um, you believe that the androids were the ones that blew up Mars, definitely hacked and set up by somebody external. And it was a specific attack. Could have been Starfleet, could have been Romulans. Um, but there were still lots of question marks about why. So you pretty much got got there with the... It was the Romulans and Starfleet yeah, that were, were in on it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my favourite, oh, no. possibly favourite prediction of... Yeah. Actually, no. Both of these are my favourite. So the first one is Rios is a hologram and the captain's death that he's referring to is his own. I It still you blows still my can't... mind. I still can't... We just it need would to write that. It would have been that. so poetic. We need to just write per- that. Because holograms are characters they are sentient so mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that man love it love it love it love it my second favorite is raffi is Worf's daughter <laughs> do you remember making that prediction raffi is what uh, wolf's daughter wolf's daughter oh yeah <laughs> yeah i
0: do remember saying that like who so is this good. person
1: like, i can't unsee it now she kind of does like she's she got has got some Worf in her
0: yeah she's got that yeah? warrior vibe going on
1: love it um, so at the end of episode four, we've got Raffi is eager to get back to Free Cloud because she is delivering Picard into a trap. I liked that as well. Mm-hmm. That that made sense. That's before we knew about her family and whatnot, which we obviously couldn't know. No, um, no, that seven. wasn't
0: that wasn't true. But she no. is somebody who is so suspicious that uh, Rios suspects her of being a double oh, totally. agent at one point. So yeah,
1: totally founded. Um, Seven is a bounty hunter of some sort. She has been hired to find Picard, but actually returns to save the day instead. So before we knew she was with the Fenris Rangers, that's what, when she just turns up on the ship, you guessed that she would be there deliberately.
0: She, which that was pretty close. She wasn't hired to find Picard though. That was a haphazard thing. And it really kind of doesn't pay off any, because the character that they show us is someone who wouldn't care anyway. And somehow Mm -hmm. she does care. So that was always confusing for me. No, totally.
1: So, this was a big, big one. This is... So, this is the episode... This is at the end of Stardust City Rag, where um, uh, Agnes has killed uh, Maddox. So, we had everything hit the fan at the end of this episode, and lots of predictions had to be rewritten. So, for that, you predicted that she was going to kill Maddox, which I didn't get to, so well done. You've nailed that one. Um, What led you to think that... Was it just the look in her eye, or just the... I think you said that she was so separated from... This person that she was involved with, that you knew that there was something squiffy going on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just, the way that she was talking um, was suspicious to me. And also, usually in story, when you have someone like a Maddox character who kind of enters back into the scene and can answer a lot of questions, you don't mm-hmm. want that character to be around for very long because it no. sort of undoes the mystery.
1: So, oh, you- he could answer, knowing that he was on the planet, he knows everything. He knows about, since he knows how many there are yeah totally so
0: quite suddenly you have an encyclopedia that can just Mm -hmm. move the plot along too quickly and so usually the writers will remove that character they will they'll they'll say oh they're either injured in a coma or whatever and death is is part of it and death just made more sense to me as to why she would be Mm -hmm. cold
1: that's true the the DM accidentally introduces an NPC that has all the answers. Everyone keeps rolling 20s so they have to kill the NPC. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> yes, it is it's kill the NPC time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Um so this was the theory behind Agnes. Agnes is working with the secret police. Could be the Federation secret police or the Romulan. Um she's been shown a future where AI are extremely dangerous and do a lot of damage to the galaxy and that must be stopped. Maddox is one of the few people that managed to create androids, so he has to die as well. You, like, that is back in episode 5. Like, that's, the admonition isn't mentioned until episode 8. Like, you you got the entire plot of, of Picard. Like... That's everything.
0: Well, they're showing flashes. It's not no. that I'm just like trying to access, you know, the ether no, or but something. But we saw tiny, tiny little flashes. Tiny, mm. tiny little bits tell you a whole lot if you're paying attention. And when you have purposeful storytelling, they're not going to show you things that don't matter. You know what would have yeah. been better is if they would have mm-hmm. shown us flashes of orchids in space. That would have been really confusing. <laughs> yeah,
1: that would have been like, how did she see no, them? But the? but they the they orchids?
0: they had to have a reason for this to be such a major thing. And so you. Mm make those big leaps and when you're seeing planets explode and those really quick little flashes it's easier to kind of reach for that i Mm -hmm. do have really strange connections to things that happen in life i don't think i'm Mm -hmm. psychic but i i've always had weird shit happen where i can kind of look at somebody or a situation and sort of see the direction it's i think it's going
1: a lot from little
0: i'm i think i'm probably a synth
1: actually So I I believe it. After watching this, I'm pretty sure in the synth. Yeah, I have
0: super strength as well.
1: Yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. I've broken multiple fingers just being in your gravitational pull. (laughs) (laughs) Fingers just snapping everywhere. It's amazing. Uh, (laughs) That that one blew my mind. That was so. That's the one that Albie was like. He texted me and was just like, are you sure she hasn't watched this before? No, I haven't. No, I, I
0: promise I haven't. Very but good. it has been fun trying to watch you not smile while I've made predictions. <laughs> oh,
1: I've done a poor job of it. I, I, If I ever do this again with somebody, I will have my camera switched off.
0: <laughs> it's pretty fun. This is where,
1: this is where I introduced Noted in the Log, because that's the only way I can get great. out of it. It's great. Um. So, Rafi will find a place on La Serena, um, join the crew and go through a healing process with Picard. Her son will turn up again at the end of the season. God. Well, You screwed that one, didn't you, Danae? I got
0: most of it. <laughs> it's the sun thing. I cannot believe that they had this whole beat to their story. Mm-hmm. And they, in- they actually had screen time with two mm-hmm. other actors yep. to do nothing <clears throat> with it. And never show Rafi her redemption arc with the Federation. That is... <laughs> mind-boggling to me
1: yep no just run out of time for it apparently or just didn't stick it it's but to spend so much, much time, time on it, it mm-hmm.
0: and then not have a moment the way right. that it kind of just rushes towards its end mm-hmm. is part of i think why i i i leave this again with a decent meal no
1: mm-hmm. yep, that's three fair. out of five totally stars. Fair. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a little bit missing um seven will return to save the day when the odds are against them And Picard needs backup of some sort. Mm -hmm. And the way she finds out is that this all becomes public knowledge and all of the shit is starting to hit the fan. So people work out that Commodore Mm -hmm. Row is evil, that the Mars attack was planned, and that's how she finds out and comes to save the day, which I like. Not quite right. Not Not quite quite right. right. The public knowledge thing isn't, it eventually kind of becomes public, but not until the last episode. She
0: does show up to save him when the odds are against him, though.
1: Absolutely does turn up to save the day, yeah. Um, right, Agnes will be redeemed. She will possibly sacrifice herself, but only after she's been able to see Soji, the culmination of her work. Soji will seem human enough that she can't be evil. It's possible for humans and AI to exist together. Nailed that! <laughs> what? Nailed it! My god, woman! Nailed like,
0: that one! Holy shit!
1: Nailed it! I mean, uh, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, Picard does the self-sacrifice thing, but everything else she Jeepers does still
0: self-sacrifice because she stays close no she sacrifices yeah, her yeah, own yeah. self in a way where she knows she's going to do dark shit to do what needs to get done because she decided to stay yes. with the ais knowing that she was like i might have to do some crazy shit to make this work because she doesn't know mm-hmm. that she was going to have to say how she's going to save picard i think no, she would have totally. killed if she would have had to have
1: totally. absolutely i think she was and ready I think to that's kill how she was going to sacrifice Al- herself oh Al- yeah Love it, man. That's so good. Right, <laughs> on to... That was episode six, or five or six, something like that. So, these are your last two predictions. The images put into Soji's head aren't predictions, but they are altered memories. Somebody is manipulating these images for their own benefit to kill androids, which I really liked. That's a great... That's obviously before we knew about the admonition. Um, It's a it's a great idea. Like, if the Taosha and people are using that deliberately, and the admonition is actually all invented
0: could have been wasn't true but this is they are memories like these are actual memories Mm -hmm. from like a long time ago yeah yeah um too too complicated for the organic mind so in a way they kind of are manipulated but so that was close that was a close prediction
1: Mm -hmm. um that was actually the last one sorry so yeah that was kind of like where the images come from so Man, well
0: I... I, I did have the golem one from last episode that didn't that wasn't oh, true shoot. so I had, I had some golem ones that definitely did not
1: did not occur uh, i really
0: wish that agnes would have been the golem that would right. be so fucking cool
1: we do so sorry i have got the last ones from that episode okay. so the golem is going to be used by agnes to survive she kills alton to do it but is injured doing so so she has to use the golem yeah, you're nope. right would have been cool. wrong nope but it would have happen. been very very cool uh, the borg ship saves the day nope N- nope didn't happen not
0: used again and i nope. knew that it was i knew that was true based on your facial expression i was like oh they're not gonna do anything with the board cube at all it's just gonna <sighs> sit there okay
1: right. would have been great would have been great good soji will kill bad soji nope Mm-mm. um picard survives possibly turns into Gollum. but that's fucking dumb <laughs> that is exactly what happens and as
0: it was happening this episode i was screaming
1: screaming at me and i was like oh my god i wonder if you put it in the outtake so that was
0: recording whenever it happened and we just like are you gonna fucking put him in the fucking box what's in
1: the box (laughs) um and yeah you said something along the lines of data is in a box somewhere like data's memory is somewhere which is that was absolutely right i was like holy shit she nailed that
0: yep they actually had an in a box they had a whole in a box scene.
1: Literally, literally uh-huh. in a box. I love it. So yeah. I, I wonder if I'd come at this from a fresh pair of eyes, would, would would my predictions have been as good? Um, I think I wasn't I wasn't expecting an original story. I was expecting lots of fan service, a victory lap, something pretty harmless. I was yeah. not expecting a brand new storyline about sims and AIs and galaxy ending stuff. Yeah. Um. So I wasn't primed to know that there was an arc going somewhere to be honest um no, so was, yeah. this um I, I was so tied up in the in the love and the fan service that i was blinded to the predictions i think but <laughs> i still don't think i would have done as good a job as you
0: well i hope you tried out uh, when we uh when you i should say come back for season two of whatever it looks like if you decide that you're going to mm-hmm. you know um do the new star trek show Hmm. that means you get to do predictions yourself and that'll be really interesting
1: yeah it will based on i mean it's a different crew making this but but you can still look
0: at what they show you it's all about just looking at peppered
1: around oh
0: yeah they the, the the story weavers should be telling you fun things to look forward yeah. to early in little ways sometimes mm-hmm. it's just in like the visuals that they put up on the screen sometimes it's in something that somebody says mm-hmm. and it's not always easy but uh i love predicting things it's one of my favorite things job, so to do. I'm
1: freaking good at it yeah i love riding a bike because i'm good at that <laughs> <laughs> so the last kind of uh, bit of fun the the trailer for season two Picard is in, um, he's at Chateau Picard, he's in his office, and a voice appears, and it is the voice of Q, and then Q just appears out of nowhere, and Picard is literally like, I'm really too old for this shit, Q, I don't want anything, and Q snaps his fingers and they both disappear, and suddenly they are in an alternate timeline of some sort, and shenanigans have happened, and what is season 2 going to be about <laughs> it's uh, that trailer is such a hard left turn so it is literally do you want to watch it
0: yeah how long is yeah. it yeah
1: it's like 2 minutes i think
0: okay well that's interesting mhm <laughs> um i'm glad i watched it myself because your description was so different than what I just watched. There was so, so watched, much more.
1: You watched a different trailer. So the oh, okay. first one that we got was literally that Q snaps his fingers, alternate timeline. This one we get a lot more information yeah, and a yeah. lot more, lot more images. Yeah.
0: Oof. Um, so it's I a think bit different,
1: isn't it? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so they're gonna be sucked into like a Q like alternate timeline mm-hmm. and try to get out of it. Mm-hmm. um i think it'll probably be something to do with uh seven becoming queen of borg again trying mm-hmm. to figure out her powers i feel like that's going to be a big part of it I'm they also that showed, comes back. like a romulan on the ground someone was like or th- was there ever like a romulan love story that they're going to revisit again
1: um there was it was a romulan or a vulcan that did like a mind with a little boy yeah that yeah, was
0: yeah that seemed to be like what was that um giving the little boy something that he would that was like in 2024 yeah was that giving him something that would create andrew a synth life because it then the visuals went into synth life after that like uh, Mm i went into um some interesting creation ideas there so i don't know if they're going to be showing things that happened and like if they had happened differently how that would have impacted things or if it will impact things but it definitely has that marvel what if-esque style to it
1: oh it's totally what if yeah and so they're
0: gonna have to do an interesting job of saying like okay if we're gonna put you into this timeline and say what if this happened differently Mm. does that then impact things that they get to adjust because we saw seven without her borg gear on so there's Mm -hmm. probably gonna see her if she either wasn't assimilated or she was able to be fully human again um q grabs a ship like a little like a necklace of a ship at one point mm-hmm. in time i wonder what the symbolism for that means i would be thinking about that a lot um yeah oh and i think i think i saw rios was part of starfleet like he was back in a uniform and he had like a, a comm badge on his mm-hmm. shoulder but it was like so, evil
1: starfleet so q yeah. has changed something in the past and they have to go even further back into the past too to, to change it but for me whenever whenever Q is involved it's always to teach a lesson and it's always about kind of looking at yourself so mm-hmm. I there'll be something very specific that he changed and I wonder if it's something in Picard's past maybe an ancestor of Picard who took a different decision or took a different choice and Picard has to come to terms with some decisions that he's made um in order to um in order to fix it and I kind of think like if if season 1 was trying to fix data I wonder if this is trying to fix Picard and his family like Picard is childless he the line ends with him his brother his brother and nephew died in a fire um during one of the films so there are no more Picards that's it so I wonder if this is one of the changes is going to be that he actually settles down and hmm. maybe has a family of some sort and that's what he has to fix.
0: But I don't don't know. I kind of like the idea of there being a hero who doesn't have to have that family storyline. Totally agree. As a woman who gets to watch so many female stories end with, and then she got married and had a baby and Mm -hmm. everything was okay. It's kind of like, you don't have to have that story for it. So I kind of hope Mm -hmm. it doesn't do that. I wonder if it's going to be something Borg... It has to be Borg-related,
1: right? Oh, completely. The Borg Queen is in the trailer. Yeah, For sure. She's in
0: there. I I think I heard Picard say... I need you to, and it was going so fast, I feel like maybe was he asking Seven to do something? Like, I need you to take the power so that this can happen. So Mm. if that's to stop something that Q started or um, to fix something, I don't know, to get them back into where they need to be. I don't know. I don't know those things about Q. So that's really, really interesting that he's Mm -hmm. trying to fix something. If it's, Q also does stuff for himself, or themselves because so let's say that one of their enemy is borg like if there's an enemy to a q like god like that it Mm -hmm. is borg what if there's something that they can do to help Mm. fight against them somehow i don't know i don't know Mm. it would be really really interesting.
1: interesting if the the q were in trouble And the Q Mm -hmm. starts by meddling and Picard thinks it's a game, but it's actually a cry for help. Like, that would be be so
0: cool. I guess you'll find out.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that's going to be interesting. Um, But, Danae, Ambassador Danae, it has been an absolute pleasure going through Picard with you. You will all see more of Captain's Pod. It shall return. But for now, Ambassador, you can disembark.
0: okay. But I'm taking off this my model ship. ship with me.
1: No, no, you can yeah. take. Let me just in snap off in the In your imagination,
0: what you'll see is Ambassador Dene. Look at the <laughs> captain's desk and like go. I'm taking something as like a. a, a this is my memorabilia, and I would just no. snack something off of the captain's desk and then one of my little gold ships. It. Yeah, exactly, like a little model <laughs> <No>. ship.
1: <laughs> Fine, you can you can take one of them, but I'll just immediately replicate another. Uh, I, I, I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, it's been really really fun.
0: It has been fun. I'll be back for uh, something at some point in time. Yeah, and until then, absolutely. you guys can catch me on Behind the Scenes podcast. I'll be returning to the Behind the Scenes podcast. For those who mm-hmm. listen to CinemaSins uh, content, you can catch me on Twitter at says and also on Twitch at says. This has been so much fun. Thanks to all the Star Trek fans who have been so welcoming to me. Yeah. A Star Trek lover, but mm-hmm. not a fan like you guys are. Relax. I don't know. I, I belong somewhere and I love that our like little our little crew of people that we're assembling are a total mix of people who are brand new to Picard or to Star Trek in general mm-hmm. and then like super fans and we're having a really good time. and so thanks for trusting me along your little, first journey with your podcast, Ian. It's been a lot of yeah. fun. No, Bye, it's Captain. Been great.
1: See you later, goodbye. Captain. No, it's not goodbye. You will return. No, it's been great. Loads and loads <laughs> of fun. Can't wait for the next episodes and whatever we do with future seasons. But um, that's all for now. So thanks for listening, everyone. And live long and prosper. Thanks for listening. Want to connect with the show? Our hailing frequencies are always open through captainspod at cinemasins.com. Like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast player of choice, and be sure to visit CinemaSins.com.
0: Would you want to be an android? Would you like...
1: Um, so there's a... Man, uh, there's a film called Swan Song that came out last year, and basically the guy is terminally ill, um, but he doesn't want to leave his wife and son. So he signs up to this organization that creates a clone of him, and the clone will not know that he's a clone. The clone will think that he is the original. Mm -hmm. So the guy has to be okay with the fact that a clone will be looking after his family and it's not going to be him. And then it's just him torturing himself over, yeah, but it's not real. I was like, how do you know it's not real? Of course it's real. He thinks it's real. Your wife thinks it's real. You're dead, so it doesn't matter. So it's all just like, if I can't tell the difference, fine. Make me an android. Like, if there is no discernible difference and I get to live a bit longer... It's when the differences slip in that you then it gets more complicated, and it's like, well, what can I live with? What can I live without? Right. Like, and what's worth living for? Like
0: you're talking, and then it just suddenly turns into a voice like this, and then. You...
1: <laughs> then it's a hard yes. I absolutely want to be an android. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to play a game? <laughs> when do you like to play a game? How excited are you?
0: To watch the finale. Huh. I'm nervous you about ready? it. Yeah, I'm ready. But are you nervous
1: that you're not going to like it?
0: yeah this is it's
1: not going to be satisfying
0: this is it right like when we Mm -hmm. thought about doing this podcast together and we thought about okay let's do a picard series and then Mm -hmm. we formatted it we planned it we started recording it we launched it now we've been doing the thing and this Uh is it this is the last one so i know so i think it's like it's not just that the show is coming to an end, it's like our show is coming to an end Oh, Danae, no! So what's the new Star Trek
1: show that's just coming out? So, Strange New Worlds. What so is that? that is, that's set on the Enterprise, Captain Kirk's Enterprise, but it's 10 years before Captain Kirk became captain. So he wasn't the first captain okay. of the Enterprise. So it's following Captain Pike, who is... Way So he was in the pilot of Star Trek, but the execs and nobody liked him. So they recast him as James T. Kirk and started with a pretty much new crew. The only people that survived were Spock and Sulu, I believe, okay. were the only two actors that survived. This follows Pike, who is way cooler than Kirk. And just, yeah, their their mission, they have 10 years of stuff to explore. Um, and the only yeah consistent thing is uh, Spock. So that we know of.
0: Are they gonna have like all the old school like machinery and re No, so this is like Discovery, a reinvented
1: Yeah, Discovery is set ten years before Captain Kirk as well, but it's got updated graphics. So we're just kind of pretending accepting that uh-huh. okay, everything looks okay, as it okay, should, okay. but it's now watchable in the twenty first century.
0: Are you excited about that series or I'm, no?
1: I am this I'm so excited you because are? I I don't like Kirk. I Are you going to do I another don't...
0: watch-along series with somebody?
1: I mean, there's so much to choose from. That would be really cool. I would love to do that. Definitely. It's new Because then I would be doing the predictions. It's brand new material. So I would be doing mm. predictions as well. But And this series, whereas Discovery is like a season-long arc, like Picard is, Strange New Worlds has promised to be episodic, like The Next Generation. So it's going to be more Planet of the Week, Adventure of the Week, with some undercurrents going along the way as well they've redesigned the enterprise how it looks i'm so excited i'm probably more excited for this than i am picar
0: okay 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 so who are you gonna be who's gonna be your new uh uh guest host for this one oh, you're gonna get albie um, to come every week
1: do you want to do it
0: i can come on <laughs> maybe a little bit but i don't know if i can okay. do the whole thing
1: i think jeremy might be down for it jonathan would probably be down for it albie it would be fun to have albie on Albie's albie great. would love it albie yeah albie great. would absolutely love to do it yeah we love albie discord loves albie as well there's a little chant for albie 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 this is the great thing there's so much star trek about like as yeah soon but as... this
0: is a new one so if you do it right uh-huh. now then you can do uh-huh. like you can have fun like you said like the predictions and stuff
1: uh-huh. come on it's true come on so good like how you uh, just just do it with me ambassador i know we've had our differences but (laughs) yeah no i'm gonna fuck off this ship ship. what are you talking about Okay, bye. no that's fair she's already like one foot in the escape but you you don't have to take the escape pod we have a transport okay she's already gone
0: oh no i'm back (laughs) (laughs) i'm back i forgot Uh. to watch the actual finale with you before i left so whoops need to do that
1: there's so much on there's discovery comes back and then that leads into picard season two and then that leads into strange new worlds then that should lead into i think like the new lower decks season and then that will lead into discovery which will then lead into picard season three which lead into strange new Worlds season two like it's and everything has been renewed for another season as well So, like,
0: what's the next thing that you're gonna you're gonna do a watch long series for like do you have a plan
1: um strange new worlds would be the you, big one so you're gonna do it I would love to do it. Yeah. Um. Ready, Captain.
0: Set. Go.
1: Yeah. Good.